Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast. With me, who else? Shane Todd. It's a guest episode. I can see him, but you can't. He's just sitting over there in a mystery box with no trousers and pants on. I mean, you can guess from that level of, uh, what would you say, chat of who my guest is. We're already talking about trousers and pants. Anyway, before we get stuck into this episode, a couple of things. Number one is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tea With Me Podcast. You get the full-length bonus episode with a video on a Monday. On a Friday, you get the live stream. And then you get just other perks as well, especially when everything opens up and we can put on live shows. That'll be sweet when we can do the Tea With Me live in some sort of tea house or somebody's kitchen, whatever it is. You've got a table in your kitchen. You're instantly one of the contenders to host the podcast. We got some sponsors as well. Oh, yeah, I'm do- I-, I never plug this. SSA Arena. 13th of November, it's the second date, tickets are on sale on Ticketmaster.ie, come see it. Dan, Mike, do you have any like just personal things you want to plug, like you thinking about starting a gutter in business or anything like that? Yeah, I'm going to be doing a night at the limelight um, in November. What will you be doing, just being sarcastic Sp- to people? Spoken word. Spoken word, yeah. I would, I'd fund that and I would sell it out for you, no problem, I would really enjoy that. Um, what are we charging a ticket? 17.50, 100% sellout. Um, we got some sponsors before we get stuck into this. Look, the only person that should have nose and ear hair is the BFG, right? He's the only guy, or if you're in, in Roldal, not in Roldal, if you're one of Roldal's lovers or you're the BFG, and the BFG probably was, no, Roldal was like the big pervert. That's like, he's really, probably really sound. Anyway, you shouldn't have nose and ear hair, all right? But there's a solution, and that is the weed whacker from Manscaped. Now, the weed whacker probably sounds like some vigilante who goes around beating up flipping dope dealers, but it's not. The weed whacker is a product that takes care of your nose hairs and your ears hairs if you have them. Not nose, if you have a nose and ear, that's the only way you can have nose and ear hair. Um, if you see these at, at a certain age, you've got to sort it out. There is definitely an age where it becomes acceptable to have nose and ear hair, about 77. But before that, you've got to sort it out. You've got to take care of it. And don't try and be one of these guys that tries to, you know, braid it or anything like that. It ne- or dye that hair. It never looks good. But Manscaped have you covered. They don't just take care of your pubes, which is a word I'll never be okay with just saying. They don't just take care of that. You know we talk about the lawnmower 3.0, but they've got the weed whacker as well. Manscaped's trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. It could be 80 million. It's definitely over 2. They've got all the below your belt grooming needs taken care of. What about above your neck? How are you looking up there? The weed whacker. Go to manscaped.com and look at this. Listen to this. What sort of motor, Dan, do you reckon Manscaped are using for the weed whacker? What RPM? What what do you think? What are we talking? Talking eight nine hundred. Dickhead nine thousand. Absolute dickhead nine thousand. Yeah, all the competitors had nine hundred. Manscaped went. Let us multiply that by ten. Three hundred sixty degree rotary blade dual blade system. Unbelievable. Manscaped.com. Use the code T with me for twenty percent off and free shipping. Get your nose. Get your ears sorted out. Also, our other sponsor is ExpressVPN. Are you one of these guys that likes to be a little bit private in your personal life and in your computer life as well? Well, you should be. 
until recently I also didn't know that ExpressVPN isn't just for maybe hiding, you know, some of the, <laughs> some of the porn, you know, you could hide the pornies if you want, but also what you can do is unlock TV shows and movies from loads of other countries, America, Japan, Estonia, what are those guys making? Are they churning out good shows? There's only one way to find out, that is get an ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN, you can get on Canadian Netflix, you can watch anime from those Japanese guys, whatever it is you want, you can get it on ExpressVPN. It tricks your computer, it essentially taps your computer on the shoulder, but it's doing it from the other side, your computer's like this, who's that? By that stage you're already in, and you're already watching some of the best cookery shows Belgium has to offer, whatever you want. ExpressVPN's compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. Your electric toothbrush. You can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen, wherever you are. That's the most important thing. Maybe you're someone who travels for work. You know, maybe you're an ice cream exporter, and you go to different countries for conferences. Sounds pretty cool. If you go to expressvpn.com slash tea with me, that's expressvpn.com slash tea with me, we'll put it in the description, you can get a, an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's surfing the internet with no one watching. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash tea with me. Now that we've got that business out of the way, let's get down to the business of introducing my guest. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the casting couch, and he's been on one before, none other than the Papa Bear extraordinaire himself, Davy Digits, the man himself, throwing up a couple of gang signs, it's Dave Elliott. What's up, how's it going? I, uh, I'm startled. Those, those, those ad reads, I, in my head I couldn't get past the fact two million, two million men shaved their pubes. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, there's not even two million like, people in Northern Ireland, there's more men with no pubes than there are people in Northern Ireland, and that's baffling to me. Like, so I could walk out the street, and it's some sort of like minority report world, and I just look around, all these bald, big guys, and it's fascinating. Unbelievable. Wow. You're a Manscaped guy too, and you're a podcast with yes. just Manscaped guys. We have an interest yeah. in pubes. Yes, I mean, even if we weren't sponsored by Manscaped, we'd yeah. chat an awful lot about pubes generally. So Man, it's, yeah. it's really good to see you. It's good to see you too. It's Do nice to be in this... Uh, this new studio that yep. again I was promised I was going to be the first guest. I've seen there's been a lot of a lot of fuck boys here before me. I don't think you smell the seat. It smells <laughs> like crotch. It's do, horrible. Do you want to call anyone out? Um, I mean, listen, <laughs> who have you had on the show so far? We've had who's our first guest in the studio in the new studio? Kieran Bartlett. Oh, you want to call Kieran? There was a fuck boy. You know, <laughs> it's that guy. <laughs> you want to call out? What about uh, Colin Geddes? Yeah, fuck him too. Mickey Bartlett, yeah, Paddy McDonald. Absolutely. Oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> But you're here. I'm, why I'm do here. we? I'm glad to be here. See, when I it comes am. to podcasts, mm. every day we have to defend the fact that we are still friends. Yes. Although sometimes I don't. Like for the first while, when we stopped yeah. doing Boytown, people would go, "Is everything okay between you and Dave?" And I would just message things back, like you'd have to ask him. Yeah, and then, in in that first instant though, it was funny, and then obviously people thought you were a bad guy, and yeah. then I'm, you know, I'm the godfather of your son, I can't have your career finished, yeah. because people think you're a bad guy, because look, like, I'm, I'm a big, round, cuddly guy, yeah. like I'm the sort of guy that you'd find in your wardrobe, you just take him out of the top of the wardrobe, cuddle him, you know, I thought that's, that was <laughs> way more sinister, <laughs> that's me, whereas you're the guy that's outside the window, just, <laughs> you, no. you look like a guy who'd be a villain in Luther, that's what you look like, initially you'd be like, he can't do anything, but then boom, you realise he lulls you in, bam, he's on the watch. 
I definitely look like a guy who would creep in your window, but I'd be up a, a very dainty wooden ladder. Yeah, but you also, this is the thing, you would be, you try to do that, but you wouldn't be able to break in the windows. <laughs> so you get all the ladder set up, you try to break, you couldn't undo it. You'd yeah. be like, all these long fingers. So you're like, I don't just <laughs> fall asleep at the top of a ladder with a hard on. <laughs> I mean, why hard on? I don't know. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Like, what is it about windows? What were those guys getting up to in Angela's ashes? Those kids in the windows? Were they oh, they were looking. Like, wasn't there a woman just getting changed or having a bath or something those boys like to look at that was nice like <laughs> you know, reminds me of my youth just spent being a voyeur <laughs> just crawling around the wall looking at people's windows yeah. you do you look like a, you look like the sort of guy that would pull over in a fiesta and ask for directions and then yeah. helicopter but, but the propeller wouldn't go the yeah, in reverse <laughs> I mean I'm the sort of guy like if I was a character in a film my film would be the unfortunate voyeur I'm too big yeah. to be discreet plus you <laughs> can't helicopter you can just you can no. just wobble it a bit no I'm like you know the thing that, like, that stops the door from hitting the wall <laughs> Boing. That's, that's the point of like and they really <laughs> remember those I know and dogs they're always biting them <laughs> well <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't see them anymore. No, not, not dogs. No, 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 anymore. I'm actually barred from keeping dogs now as a result. But hey, we'll not, we'll not go there. Look, there's so much. You're my podcast husband, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. You're my broadcasting husband, really, as well. I mean, there's. Can do you? Obviously, these guys over here. I don't know if anyone has seen this from the listeners, but. There's a couple of nerds over there, Captain Kirk and that Chinese guy, that are just over there, just like commanding the Starship Enterprise. And do you have access to the internet if you can check something out? Find out who the celebrity is. There are probably several of them, but who divorced their 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 wife or husband and then got remarried the same person. That's like us. We divorced. Boy town broke up. What do you mean? That happens all the time. But getting remarried the same person? Yeah. Oh no. Once bitten, twice shy, my friend. <laughs> Like, I mean, once I get divorced from my wife, You're no done. chance. Yeah, absolutely. But I, It'll I remember, be a new chapter. It will be a new chapter. A new yes, dawn. A new dawn <laughs> and a different gender. Let's just say. <laughs> we'll experiment. It's 2021. We'll have a good time. <laughs> Man, first and foremost, I got it. Well, we could talk about the history of boy time. We could talk mm. about that. But I feel like people know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like people I mean, know what the crack is. I, well, I, there, was, there was talk for a bit of maybe... There being the odd one-off boy town here or there, and I, I was up for it. But then the news in the last week about this massive, you know, paedophile ring called Boys Town. We can't do That's that right. anymore. That's right. Yeah, big problem. I mean, it's good yeah. as well that we got the name wrong because for anyone who doesn't mm-hmm. know, me and Dave were in LA this day five years ago. Mm-hmm. Look at how the mighty have fallen. Me, Dave, and Mike. Yeah, we're in LA this day five years ago. Mm-hmm. What a trip. What a trip. And our friend Jack took us to, he took us on a tour and we just, mm, we just didn't connect. Like, we liked where we were going and we're seeing cool things. Yeah, and then he like, took us to a Chinatown. And I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and then he landed us in Boys Town. I went, listen. Boys Town is, the is like the gay district, one of the gay districts of LA. No, you can't say that. That's offensive to people. It's just coincidence that in this place called Boys Town, <laughs> There are a lot of, let's just say, loose pubs. Yeah. Loose what? Pubs. Just like loose pubs, just guys going in, having a good time, loosening up, poppers. I it's, thought you yeah. said loose pups, like you were calling guys pups. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's get a few loose yeah, pups. Yeah, a couple of loose pups there too, yeah. <laughs> a little dog whistle. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, we, were, we went to a place called Boys Town and we just, 
We didn't. We didn't know. It was like the, yeah, we didn't know. We just were like, this is a great part of town. Mm-hmm. We I spent mean, some time there. There was a guy who had another fella on a leash. That's right. And that made me go, hey, that's right. It's I'm some, home. <laughs> some kind of fun here. <laughs> I'm settling. Yeah. But it was a good time. So we did that, and then we liked that area so much that we said. Let's go home and start a podcast and call it Boys Town. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got home, which was like three days later, yeah. we forgot the S and we just called it Boy Town. Yeah. So thankfully, when you type in the Boys Town pedophile yeah. ring, at, look, we, our images don't come up. Which but is I don't know if anyone has, has said to you about it. I have had a few people say to me, oh, coincidence, the use have stopped. Yeah, and we got out at the sudden, right time. Yeah. yeah. It's, and I mean, you know, I, I just want to say categorically, I don't know how to work a computer really, so I'm not in the dark's web. So. I like that that's the only reason that you're not yeah. involved. I just can't get logged in. <laughs> Can remember a password? Ah, Alex. <laughs> Which actually coincidentally is my password on everything. So be grand. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's done. Man, should we talk about... Mm. Well, let me ask you this first. The DUP haven't announced a new leader yes. yet. Your close personal friend, Arlene, ousted. Mm. Um, would you throw your hat into the ring? No. I think... Um, you like to just be a financial backer, right? I, I'm, I'm more of a TUV guy. I'm more of a Jim Allister kind of guy. And, you know, I think, to be honest, the DUP are a wee bit too moderate. Right. For me, like Arlene, too moderate. Pootsie, yeah. too moderate. Um, and, and Donaldson, too moderate. If you took over, like, if you were given the DUP job, like, what would you bring in? Would you keep it more of the same? Or would you try and, like, use the party up a wee bit? I mean, what I would... For, I, I would give... Jim Wells is whip back. You know, they took his whip off him, which I don't know. I don't know politics, but they're like, oh, they took Jim or Jim Jim Wells is whip off him. Right. I think that's a politic term for like you know a position in the House of Commons. I like to think it's a literal whip, and he's just going around, just causing a scene. But give him his whip back, let him run riot. Right. Um, I would also, you know, the, 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 they've been mugged off obviously in the last week because conversion therapy has been banned. I don't know the DUP. A lot of the, the people who are in the DP are conversion therapists, and I feel bad for those guys. But I would maybe just I would keep. What do you, what do you feel bad for a conversion therapist? Yeah, I mean because a lot of them it's a pandemic. You take any work you can get. You so know? you think a lot of them are just passing themselves off as conversion therapists? I mean, but but look like this. You can't do stand-up during the pandemic, so yeah. you focus more on the podcast, you focus more on writing. Other avenues, they can't maybe be out. Like, Pat, what's, what the fuck's Pastor McConnell doing during all this? Oh, I mean, <laughs> if he started a podcast, I would, I would go on. Yeah, but Pastor, Pastor McConnell's got that, like, 50 million point church of his, and he can't have people in it. So He's what's just he in the white world, well, tabernacle yeah. having cans. <laughs> they have, have you ever seen their sound system in there? No. Wow. Wow. Top Impressive. of the range. You think it'd be a play, that's where we can oh, maybe do a gig? I mean, you know what? You could... Well, well, Tabernacle. The Tabernacle's probably got a bigger crowd than like the Ulster Hall, which I'm doing. Like, it's probably like more. I'm saying my next, like, your progression, you did Ulster Hall, now you're doing S- Waterfront, SSE. My next move, Ulster Hall, Whitewell Tabernacle. You know, there we go. And by the Up way, the world. your views wouldn't stand out. No, I, I mean, don't think. If anything, they'd be like, oh, he's a bit boring, you know. <laughs> Have I ever told you a story about uh, Pastor McConnell? No. Right, I knew... Uh, Set up, by the way, mm. if anyone doesn't know who he is, we'd be fair to say yeah. he got into a bit of... He got into a bit of trouble yeah. because he, he had some, let's just say, views about Muslims that wouldn't, couldn't be described as pro-Muslim. Yeah. He wasn't saying, come one, come all. No, he wasn't. But what, what, what is a great story about him? I don't know if people know this, but let's just say he, he, li- he likes what he likes. Yeah. And, what he, and it's quite a small window of, of stuff that he likes and the rest doesn't <laughs> what like. What does he like? He likes good 
heterosexual Christian people. Yeah. And that's it. And um, he had, obviously, his congregation. There was a friend of mine whose aunt had passed away. And he had to preside over her funeral. She's from the area and whatever. But this particular lady was a, a very a, a friend of the LGBTQ community, let's just say. And, like, she would have had a lot of friends who were, you know, in into the into the drag scene. You know, okay. so she would have been, you know, in into that sort of scene. And with, with her passing, like, a lot of the... That her drag queen friends were like, you know, she she loved this. She would want us to come to her funeral in drag. So people were trying to decide, you know, do we go in drag? Do we go just normal gear? So they're like, nah, she wants us, you know, in in the full gear, right? So apparently, um, they they went there, went to the the funeral, and they were going. To, one of the guys was like, listen, I was going to do drag. But I have to carry the coffin and these heels. He's like, I can't, I can't be front of the coffin. The ankle goes up. It's, it's a, it's a palaver, right? So he's like, like, I'll wear my gear, but when I get to the tabernacle, I'll nip to the, the bathroom and we'll be sorted. So as grand, so apparently they're there, they're in the tabernacle, loaded just drag queens in the front row, all dressed. There you go. And Pastor McConnell was a bit taken aback by this. He was like, whoa. Apparently, in his wee sermon, you could just see him editing what he was going to say. Oh no! And uh, you don't want to see you don't want to see the pastor with the yeah. with the wee Argos pen. I know, he's, like, <laughs> he's going to be Bookie's pencil. And he's going for glass behind his ear. <laughs> Apparently, he just kept saying he was like, "Right, it's great to have everyone here today. I just want to get the message across that we should all be straight with God." And then he went, "We should be, hey, straight." <laughs> With God, not looking at anyone, but t- straight, <laughs> please, with God. Anybody. You don't uh, want your life of sin to drag on. No. Am I right? <laughs> no. You don't want to drag your heels. <laughs> you know, she would be made up, not with straight, with God. Rest in peace. And then he had, you know, that wee oh. rattle full of water. And just, <laughs> I hope no one's had a, a bad journey. I hope no one's had a hell of hell. Yeah. I hope no one has had just exclusively yeah. these people a hell of a journey getting here. Yeah. Also, everybody, when you're leaving, go out that door. Use that one. Yeah. Use go out that way. Route one to hell. Yeah. The tavern actually does have a tunnel. Believe it or not, straight, straight to hell. That it cost five million. When they're installing it, they're like, listen, if you just, if, 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 if Pastor McConnell doesn't like you, <laughs> see ya. Wouldn't it be a bit like... You know, someone like that who's like so into his beliefs, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be banter if like just all of a sudden he just came out as like a bit of fun and was like, look, mm-hmm. I, oh, like to, I like to enjoy myself, came on podcasts. The, the best example of that that I love more than anything was, do you remember Jonathan Bell? In the DUP yes. was, uh, he got down and he, he <laughs> Nolan was interviewing him, he just got down on his knees and started praying. Yeah. And Nolan was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like... <laughs> <laughs> please forgive me and all and everyone's like oh what a good god-fearing man and next thing he's out of DUP he's just blitzed in New York causing scene trying to dig bouncers and all love that that's the thing you don't connect with politicians at all really they don't seem like people like us and then no definitely not that guy Jonathan Bell yeah kicked out of DUP all the controversy he was like a whistleblower and then people that were like because here like yeah. you don't get respect you know if you're like yeah. an informant or whatever people are like no 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden like the DUP were trying to like slag him and, and you know mm-hmm. poor scoring on his name and they were like well on an yeah. official trip to New York he got drunk I was walking through a lobby singing breakfast at Tiffany's yeah. at four in the morning <laughs> I was like 
and now we like him. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like that's how you bring him in. You so, know? so say for example, right, yeah. you've got Edwin Poots, <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Donaldson, they're both going head to head to be the one. Yeah. Would you just say like funnel a pint or something? We would get them you to vote for them? I'd say we get them on the podcast, we see what they're like, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then I want someone who's gonna like you know, I, I, I want the wild. I think the wild card from every party should be uh-huh. the leader. And yeah. You know, there's always one person who they're like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Yeah. I want all those people to like to be in charge. Yeah. Well, I actually this is probably a world exclusive, and people don't know if they know us. I was in a meeting once with Edwin Putt. Okay. I didn't really like his vibe. You know, right. he wasn't. I, I you look at him, you'll be like, "Oh, he looks like he could be like you know." Wallace's cousin from Wallace and Gromit. Well, you know, you think he could be a bit of a zany guy. Ugh. Very boring, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was very critical of the sandwiches, you know. Or, and you know, again, I was pitching a new podcast idea to him after Boytown. I was like, "What about <laughs> put Davy and Putsy?" And he just went, "Nah." What about well, putting Davy in his place? Uh, I'm putting Davy in his place. I like that. Well, and then you took it to Vladimir, obviously. Yes, and then there we go. And yeah. that would be what a podcast that would be. I mean, the DUP leader. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what Orleans next move is. What I would love her to do, and I've said this before, I wanted, I want to see this from Trump as well. I think that if you like, if you're in politics and you totally leave it, you have to just become a little gossip bitch. You need to go. You need to tell everyone. I want to see Arlene Foster on UTV Life with Pamela Ballantyne just spilling the beans. You yeah. know, telling everyone the way it really is. Like I want to see Trump. I want to see him go around all the chat shows. You know, on Steve Harvey, just yeah. like, giving the goss. <laughs> I want to see Arlene on <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great, and I think that's what I'd like to see them do, rather than just be like, "Oh, I'm dignified and respectful." Nah, save the shit on you. I think, I think, with someone like that who maybe doesn't know what their next move is, job wise or where money's coming from, mm-hmm. I think with Arlie Foster, someone like that, get them signed up to like a brand collab with Harp, oh, twelve cans, and then go Facebook Live. I think we'll say Manscaped. This is Darling. Just get that'd be great. Get Why our not? podcast sponsor. Go Talking about it. the lawnmower three point zero, and then go and like listen some facts. <laughs> And be like, do you know who's a fucking bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Oh, but you know the one thing like that's come out of it is Sammy Wilson really loved her. You know, he was her ally or friend. He didn't vote against her, and I I did wonder up until now why is he not sacked? And that's because they're just they're mates. Like she had his back. Yeah, what are going we- around being like you can't go outside without a mask. He's like, I'll not fucking be muzzled. Yeah, and then dirty wee fingernails eating ice cream. And all. Yeah. <laughs> like not even in a cone. <laughs> Some of us is the sort of guy who would bring you an ice cream and then on the yeah. way he'd be like, oh, it melted a wee bit so I took care of it. And you're like, what the fuck, what? <laughs> he's the sort of guy, two creams walking down, oh. walking down the promenade. And you know what they think? He's the sort of guy as well, have you know that wee sediment that builds up in the side of your mouth and it just always sticks. Oh. Or like, what guy. about when people talk like guys of a certain age and you get that wee bit of white that like yeah. both lips are fighting over who owns it? You know that wee bit of like white string. Middle, that's uh, that's what gets to there as well. Right? So oh yeah, it could be that or rabies, and I'm, and I don't know. It could be. Yeah, yeah, you yeah Might yeah. have both. But what I'm saying is, wouldn't like to hang out with Sammy on a personal. I wouldn't like to like kick back and play PlayStation with him. I don't think he would have a good chill vibe. You know, I don't think he would be. What about he got there was like naked photos of him. Oh, I and Ian Paisley's daughter just like. Yeah, why is that not talked about more? Because I think, you know, Sammy Wilson Bollico and was it France? Yeah, I think so. Just in wheat fields or something. Yeah, just. like that doesn't sound like it happened. What I love is, you know, thinking about that. Remember when uh, they asked Theresa May, what was the what yeah. was the wildest thing you've done? She's like, well, when I was young, <laughs> I was told not to, but I ran through wheat fields. And Sammy yeah. Olsen's like from the back benches, here, I'll fucking tell you a story about that. And she's like, oh no, Sammy, no. 
Try running through your knee skirt. I try and fucking bollocks swinging around your knees. How it goes. I mean, imagine she just got cut off early in that story and didn't get to finish yeah. it. She was like fucking got a pen knife, cut the head off a goat. Like, what? <laughs> People are like, ah, oh, what's? <laughs> Never tell you a story um, about speaking of goats. I used to my old job used to be that I <laughs> that I would would deal with anti-social behaviour complaints in um, social housing yeah, right yeah. so if I got a complaint people phone me and be like here my neighbours playing music too loud or wrecking the place and um, I got a call one day from this woman and it's fair to say that she was in hysterics like screaming down the phone I said alright calm down what's up she goes there is a man next door and he's murdering animals he's murdering animals in his garden and I was like what do you mean he's murdering my son was looking out the window and there's blood everywhere. He's murdering animals. I was like, all right, okay. Well, that sounds, I uh, can't be the case. Like, he is, he is. So I was like, all right, okay. I had to call and be like, and be like are you murdering animals? <laughs> How casual was he? He answered yeah. the phone. But no, I, I, I called at his door. So I called right, door, right. knocked the door. He was a new tenant. He hadn't lived there that long. So I got in and uh, knocked the door and it was um, a, a foreign man answered the door and he was, I think he was maybe of, of a Middle Eastern Descent and he comes to the door wearing wearing an apron covered in blood. And I was like, All right, mate, how's you it going? To, you start to connect the <laughs> yeah. dots here. <laughs> and I was like, Can I come in and have a wee chat a second? And he was like, Yeah, sure, no problem, man. And I was like, Obviously, shit myself, being like, I'm just entering a house, a guy I don't know, covered in anyway. So I went out the back, and I was like, Yeah, next door neighbor said that you're, you know, killing animals yeah. out the back of the house. And he was like, Aye. Oh. <laughs> I was like, can't do that. And he was like, I know, but I'm. Why? Why are you doing that? And he's like, Oh, I'm a butcher. And I was like, What do you mean? He was I like he was a halal butcher. So like in in whatever Islamic culture yeah. is, you have to kill these these animals in a certain, certain way. way. So he just just about four or five goats. He just had them cut their throats and just let them bleed out in his back garden. And I was like, Could you not do that somewhere else? And he was like. Yeah, sorry, I didn't even think about that. And I said, like, yeah. And then I went out the back, and there's like <laughs> loads of windows around so all these kids. <laughs> so I'm just looking at this yeah. avatar in this guy's back garden. You definitely don't want a guy beside you that moves, that's working from home during COVID, yeah. but that is a butcher. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of animals. Just a little up. <laughs> but apparently what he was doing, he had the chained up. Like, you know, do you remember in Jurassic Park? Yeah. Where they like, the wee goat was chained up, and then the Tyrannosaurus came over, yeah. He just had them chained up, and he was just like, I play music and all, just be like vibing, just just cutting her throats, and then there's like blood That's everywhere. So bad. And then afterwards, he was kind of like, ah, oh, no, you mentioned it, probably is a wee bit inappropriate. I was like, yeah, and you can't be doing your business out of your residential property either. You. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can if you're, you know, a civil servant. Yeah. You know, if you're admin yeah. based, but don't be a butcher working no. from. But then, from and what what was funny in in leaving. I was like, you know, would you stop doing that? And he goes, and then in the way out, he goes, I suppose you want me to clean it up too? I was like, yeah, I would, if you wouldn't mind, just not having blood everywhere. <laughs> and then I went back to the woman, and apparently the boy's been having nightmares and all since. What's the scariest thing you ever got called out to? Like, a situation where you were like, oh shit, I might not get out of this. There was one time where, yeah. like, this is the scariest that I was actually frightened in. Yeah. But then the guy was, you know when you think guys are a bit, they're characters, oh, he's a bit of a character. Wouldn't worry about him. I was at a guy who basically had said that he had been set up by a paramilitary group and it wasn't a loyalist paramilitary group. And he said that he had to take the footing for a robbery went wrong. And he said that they're out to get him. And he had like all these bolts on his door and he had a gun on his, on his table. And he was like, I'm going to kill myself. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, if you're going to, can I leave first? Because I don't, you know. 
you yeah, like you know, a little butcher yeah, maybe we'll come know, and show you back to him. that was 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 funny and the but the funniest which was there was a woman who um like some this is the thing see about this job you could make up stories like we make up stories yeah for a living yeah. but you can't make up some of these stories some of them are so ridiculous like there was this woman again phones up and she's like this is going to sound really weird and i was like well you know i've heard them all let me know she goes, this is going to sound really weird but I think the garden next door is possessed by the devil. I went, oh. you just have to almost take a step back and go, all right, well, what makes you think that? He goes, it's just the way she's getting on. And I was like, all right, okay. It's like, just the way she's getting on. So I said, and, and how is what she way getting, are you getting on? The yeah. She goes, well, she's screaming. She's going to steal my baby and all. And I was like, well, maybe she's just wind you up. You ever, maybe she's just a wee bit up. And she goes, she doesn't sound like a human. And I went, all right. And she goes, I'll get some recordings and let you listen to it. So I was like, all right, do that. Because again, in some circumstances, you can get people phoning up just to cause trouble for neighbours and, you know, they don't like each other, so they just yeah. But this one had recordings and genuinely, I don't be- believe in all like exorcism and demons. I was scared when I heard this. I was like, Raw, I will kill you and your baby. And it's a wee small woman. I was like, what the hell's going on with this noise? So... She's, <coughs> she's recording her through the through wall. Through the wall. And it was very creepy. It didn't sound human. It sounded like a wild animal. And uh, so again, again, I had to go and address this problem with the possessed woman to be like, here, are you possessed with the devil? If you are, could you, you know keep it between the hours of 7 and 11 at night? Because, I mean, yeah, don't the council come out too. So I had to speak to her and opened the, the, the house or into the door. And she was there. And like, she was really like... Vacant. Oh no! And I was you like, "You won by yourself?" Yeah. Well, this first time I did, and then second time I had to bring back up because it got weird. And like, she <laughs> Father was, Murphy. But she was standing there, um, just in this like, and I remember she was wearing a, a fur coat, but it looked like you know, it looked like actually roadkill. It was all dirty and ragged and really stank. And she's standing there, house was all messy and all, and whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, the, the next door neighbor saying there's. Do you need any help? Like, could we we assist you at all or get you, you know." put towards services and she was like nah I was like do you want to go to your doctor and she goes yeah well the thing about my doctor is he's actually my dad but he doesn't know that I know he's my dad and you know he and then he wasn't like but it was just this whole backstory and I was like right okay well you know maybe we'll have to try to, to help you or like refer you to somebody and maybe come out and she's like right okay well you know I'll try to keep the noise down or you know if I'm, if I'm doing all sorry, this just, yeah. sorry I know it's convenient sorry. but I am possessed yeah. by the devil so that was, that was fine and then a couple of days passed we didn't hear from her and I was like oh no I'm worried now. I'm like, yeah. haven't heard from her. Hopefully she's not done anything to herself. So I, I got another another colleague with me. He's like, listen, come out here. Just, you know, if anything happens. So we got to the, the house and the door was open. The front door was ajar. <coughs> and I was like, oh no. And I rang my boss. I was like, her front door's open. I'm worried about her well-being. Should I go in? Should I phone the police? Whatever. My boss was like, go and check in case she's there. And I thought to myself, no. I don't know. What if yeah. she's dead? I don't want to fight. Give me the heebie-jeebies, right? So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. So at this point, like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big sort of man. I can't just be like, you I'm still not going in there. No, but like at the time, I was like, I, I have to be a real man here. I need to mature up and just go and if I see something, it's a. And Let me ask you uh-huh. this. How do you open the door, hand or foot? Oh, even haven't. though it's already open, surely that would have been a great opportunity to but die and kick it no, against the but wall. But I have done that before, and it, is, it, it does make you feel good, like. Yeah. But I pushed it, and it was just again mess everywhere, and I was like, "Oh no." What do you say? Do you say anything? I went, "Hello, right? Hello, so, uh, <laughs> so you're about to break into the <laughs> Billy Boys." 
And that's see, that's in, how you in, get in, the devil out of someone. In certain parts of the city, people cannot resist. If you shout hello, and you know, and that was in that part of the world. Everyone at yeah. Lionel Richie's concert, <laughs> hello. <laughs> so you go in, and, and her house, it's, it's, a, it's a terrace house, and you go straight in, into the living room, and no sign of her. And I'm like, oh no, what do you do? Then we went to stairs, and I says to the, the guy I'm with, like, should we go upstairs to try to see if she's here? And he was like, yes, we're both like something out of, out of Scooby-Doo, like going around the corner, <laughs> hoping we're not going to see anything, shitting ourselves, right? We go into every room in the house, and no sign of her, not, not in the bathroom, not in the, <laughs> in the bedroom, nowhere. And we're like, right, we'll go back downstairs. And we're in our kitchen, we're looking around, looking around going like, and we peeked out the back door and all. And then out of nowhere, she just arrives back with the shop, and we're like, what the fuck are you doing in my kitchen? <laughs> And we were like, oh, sorry. Not something that happened to you in the front door. It's not very possessed by the devil to go no. back with a load of Iceland bags. No, but I was, like, she goes, I was like, well, why'd you leave your front door open? She goes, ah, it's just a bit warm. And I was like, that's not a logical explanation. And she was like, why? Really pissed off. We were in her house. We were like, well, we thought you might have been So we. And then she was like, nah, I'm clearly not. But, you know, that was it. And then, you know, eventually the noise kept happening and we had to get her. Taken away. But how was she make? Was she just manipulating her own voice? To she must like have been, her? yeah, because I mean, it's ridiculous if she's if the, unless the devil. <laughs> Why am know? I saying that? Like, was she manipulating voice or was she the yeah, devil? I, I mean, I would say, like, of all the people that the devil would choose as his human form, I'd be surprised if it was this particular woman. But yeah, it was quite a an experience. The only other time that I've had a similar experience to that was some guy's house. Yeah, this guy again, classic character. The neighbors were going like. He's causing a scene. I was like, well, what's he been doing? He goes, he's, every night he fucking lights a chimney. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? And he goes, in his bedroom. And I'm like, so this guy has lit the chimney. And the whole fucking row of terrace houses are all smoked out. And the fire gate's but coming you, out. You night. know how stupid I am. Yeah. I'm oh. thinking, what's wrong with that? Maybe yeah. he had his window open. Oh, but the whole, the whole row of houses all smoked out. So as I said to him, I'm like, how are you doing? You can't be at that anymore. Another time I called out to check he was all right. Door slightly ajar, blood everywhere. And I'm going, oh no. Phone to see a manager, and she's like, before she even answers, I'm like, I know what she's going to say. It's like, oh, there you go. Yeah. See. So I went then, I'm looking around, all this blood everywhere, and I'm going, oh no, is it like a murder scene? It's bringing me back to the, your man's butcher in his backyard. I'm like, ah, shit. So we're walking through the house, and then I get upstairs, I see a tin of paint, so and it's all spilt. And I'm like, oh, thank God, it's not blood, it's just paint. And then I went into his bedroom, big man's just sleeping in his bed. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, he wakes up and I was like, what are you doing in my house? And I'm like, ah! I thought you were dead, mate. Like, what is He's probably like, even fuck are you? And this guy's just lying there. Just you. Thought you were dead, mate. <laughs> he's lying there. It's like, do you ever see in the BFG? We're like the big sleeping yeah. giants and everyone shit themselves. I was like, did he go, did he at one point, did he grab you and like bring you in like a teddy and you're like, oh, I don't know. But what I, what I did laugh about was he did still have the gym and I beside his bed. So in case he goes, but fuck, I remember shit myself being like, what happens if he wakes up? I'm now how'd I explain this? I'd be like, oh, we thought you were dead. And and the funny story how, how that ends, it's not really funny, but I had to go to court. Not about that, about breaking an entrance in this guy's house. <laughs> no. I had to go to court about another case and we were just doing a checkup on this dude and then I decided I said to my boss, I was like, Listen, I can't go with the housing officer because I'm 
to court with in our case. I said, can you go too? Just because he's, he's he's a little bit leery, unpredictable. I don't want you know them going together. So went out, and it's my bo- my old boss, uh, Francie, and he was like, the funniest guy I've ever met. Like right, he's what? hilarious. Serious, I know, hard to believe, but hmm. he he went and opened the door and went and looked at the guy, exact same thing, found him, but this time he's dead. Same guy? Same guy. Yeah, he wasn't dead when I was there. Yeah. You know, it was just, he was, he was grand. But this was another day. Found him dead and he phoned the ambulance and the ambulance were like, can you do CPR on him? And he was like, no, he's, <laughs> he's very clearly stone cold dead. And apparently they were like, you need to move. <laughs> so he's like, we can't. He's like, you need to try and move to it. He moves him. He fell out of the bed. And he's there and he's gone. <laughs> he's trying to stop the other the other woman coming in to see it and all he's like and he, and he was so cross me he goes see if you had a, just fucking gone we had another day or gone the day before you know I wouldn't I just caused him this big big issue I'm sure you can't wait to meet him in heaven you know in the afterlife to go yeah. you thought I was mad coming in to see if you were dead yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> can you tell the story it's okay if you can't mm-hmm. about the guy on, on the roof oh I uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's can. not a day that goes yeah. by I used to love when you had that job because yeah. you would phone me like we have daily phone calls now but it's yeah. about being parents and mm-hmm. that sort of thing but when you had this job you had one of these stories every day for me yeah but no this guy this is probably do you ever have do you ever meet people who they're so gone in their own mind that when you speak to them they make you seem stupid and you know, like work with two of them over this, there. This guy's logic was so out of sync with normality that you know he was. I was asking him questions like, you know, why are you doing that? And he's like, what do you think, dickhead? You know, it's like, ah, oh, you know. So I get a phone call again. This is how it all starts. Phone rings. I want to complain about my neighbour. I'm like, okay, what's happened? And it was this guy. So the the, the main character yeah. rings me. I want to complain about my neighbours. What about them? Fucking keep phoning the police on me. I'm like, all oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, I'll go and say, listen, we did knock that in the head because you're annoying him. So I went out to this this. You know, and again, it's harsh to say, but you know when you see, you meet people for the first time, it's natural to judge them. I went out and I was like, this is just a normal young man and his wife and a young family. It's like, you're like, they can't be the problem. So they've been phoning the police. This yeah. guy's like, they keep phoning the police. I mean, yeah. you get out and see him and think. No, I have to go and speak to them. So, right. And be like, why, you know, what's going on? Are you phoning the police? So I was like, listen, your man's ringing and he's saying, you keep phoning the police on. And the dad was like, yeah, I, I am. And I was like, why? And he was, because he's pervert. And I was like, right, okay, well, you know, what's happened? And he was like, well, my wife was in the shower. And, <laughs> oh my goodness. He's like, my wife was in the shower. And, um, <laughs> you know, had the window open because, you know, it's a bit steamy, no extractor fan or whatever. That was another complaint. You need to get me a fucking extractor fan. I'm like, well, I'll do what I can. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, so she's in the shower. And then, you know, his head just cranes around the window. <laughs> you know, like peeking through and I again trying to be diplomatic and trying to like balance it out I was like oh maybe he was just walking past or you know he was doing something like the yard yeah to get me out of the way I'm a wooden ladder it's like maybe just look by and he goes ah it's on the first floor mate it's like ah yeah that's a bit of a problem so I was like alright okay and I said look you know he maybe I don't know what he was doing on the roof maybe trying to fix something and then the guy to be fair one of the wittiest things anyone's ever said to me I was like so what was he doing and he goes I don't know for sure he might have been cleaning a cricket ball <laughs> I was like, like alright he goes but I have a fair idea and I went right okay so I went back in this guy again and like first of all it was weird because his house was not very clean Right. There was a lot of newspapers everywhere. Like a, he was a hoarder, clearly. Yeah. But he was a sort of man in his like fi- late fifties, early sixties, but lived with his mum. 
Okay. So instantly I'm going in my head, oh, it's Norman Bates. You know, yeah. it's this kind of weird <laughs> setup. So I went there and I was like, you know, his mum walked in in his living room. His mum's sitting on the commode. She's, and again... Mark? He, <laughs> yeah, just judging films. But she's, she's either, you know, they're, they're either boiling a lot of cabbage in the kitchen or she's dropping a bomb in there, right? And I, so I said to the guy, I was like, look, you know, I don't think it's too appropriate that we're here when your mum's using the toilet. And the guy, he was no idea, personal space. He's like, stand here. And he just looked me dead in the eye and goes, if you something to say to me, you can say in front of her. And I was like, that's not, you know, I have no problem in saying this. It's the fact that she's, and then you look at her and she's going, and then you're going yourself on the place. And you just hear, and you're like, I will just go. So I went into another room with him and he was like, hands on hips, all fucking raging. I'm like, what now? I was like, yeah, they, they've said that you were, you were upstairs looking in the bathroom window. And he was like, yeah. I went, well, wh- why were you up there? And he goes, what do you think he was doing up there? And I said, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you what we're doing. He goes, I was drying carpet, wasn't I? And in my head, I was like, I've never heard that as a thing in my life. I was like, what? And I was like, and I, said, I said, right, well, how did you get there? And, they, and we were walking out the back and I was like, do you ladder or whatever? He goes, just climb out my bathroom window. And I'm going in my head, like, why are you doing that? What, what carpet do you have that's not on the floor? Like, why are you, you drying carpet? And I went out and he goes, listen, man, it's my roof. You know what do I want up there? And I was like, no, that's not how it works. You can't. And he goes, well, if you're trying to tell me that I can't be on my roof drying carpet and she's telling me I'm looking around the window, you need to build something, a wall between the two houses to stop because if I'm up there drying carpet, I can't help but look in that window. It's just there. And I'm going, okay, that's, that's fair enough. Um, you know, well, just please refrain from drying carpet, you know, on, on the roof. You know, could you not, you know, and he, and he was like, right, okay. <laughs> I mean, so, it's not a universe. Yeah. He's acting like it's a universal exactly. thing. Like, yeah. oh, you probably have a big yeah. garden where you can yeah. dry your no, own carpet. <laughs> it's okay. You so, probably have a hairdryer, you fancy yeah. barber, yeah. do you? And then I, I was like, right, okay. And then for a while, it went quiet. So I, I phoned the neighbours, like, look, I spoke to him. I don't think he's going to be on the roof for a while. Again, he was adamant that I built some sort of partition between the two houses. And I was like, that's not feasible, it's mad. Yeah. And then it went quiet for a while, but again, we had to speak with other agents. So we were speaking with police and stuff, and they're like, listen, it's probably you know more your issue than mine if yeah. if there's a you know full pervert guy on the roof. And he's like, that's grand. So a bit of time passed. The phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dad. He goes, I'll never fucking believe it. And by this point, I'm going to, like, try me. You know, I've fucking heard it all, try me. And he goes, he's back on the roof. And I was like, oh, he's probably more fucking carpet to try. And he goes, well, what's he doing up there? And he goes, he's sunbathing. And I went, well, you know, it's fair enough. And then he goes, yeah, but he's naked and he's wanking as well. And I was like, oh. So I was like, okay. And I'm just sitting going, how do I, how do I deal with this? How do I address this guy? So I went out to him and um, knocked the door so hold again. On. Yeah. Is this like in public view? Oh, it's it's a house like that in front of like other houses. He's lying, jacking off on a mattress. Like he's forced a single mattress. So I mean, at least when he's doing it, he's going to be comfortable. You know, yeah. he's not going to lie in the tiles. Yeah. He's, like, he's lying on a, on a mattress. I'm like to him, I'm saying like, what's going on here? And he was like, sunbathing. <laughs> I was like, but why are you naked? He was like, just, it's my roof. Like, and I was, Right, okay. So I said, look, and then at this point, we're like, we want out the back. And I said, like, look, see the way that's tilted. You know, you are facing a lot of people. It's totally inappropriate. I said, look, see if you want to sunbathe naked. You've got a, a big space with a, a, a big 
back gate like no one can see in if you're lying on your on your back you know you can get all the sun you want no one will see you'll not be bothering anybody and he goes to me are you stupid and at this point i'm going maybe you know i, I could very well be be stupid and he goes do you think i get as good a tan if i'm lying on the ground in a wood on the roof closer to the sun <laughs> this way I'm going, with that logic it's very fair Oh. But yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> so, Fid- or a fiddler on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> just, it was wild. But then, to be fair to him, he looked like he'd just been to Mallorca. <laughs> very tanned, you know, from the first time I'd seen him. But yeah, the most he, exotic uh, looking guy in Macabre. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it was, see when he talks to you, I love. Face. I love his logic for everything. Mm-hmm. Is it's my roof. I know. It's like, it's like you've sniper. You've yeah. You've shot fourteen people. Yeah. On my roof. <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> but I've never met anybody that like <laughs> cleans and dries hey, carpet. Like that was, that was the weirdest bit about it. The cleaning of the carpet. Like, but you know when like if if you you do something like you hurt you hurt your brother or your sister or something, your mum goes, "What happened there?" And you're like, "Oh, we were just playing. It was an accident." Yeah. He answered. Yeah. Dry carpet, yeah, <laughs> like you're, yeah, which makes yeah. you feel stupid, yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. So that was he was a pretty, a pretty out there guy, you know, for sure. But uh, that was, do you, want, do you want to know something funny? Mm. My dad was having, oh, I would say, my, it was my dad, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> and that's how I first met you. And dad, <laughs> here, I'll say one thing for him, yeah, fucking carpets are bone dry. <laughs> so we were having like not problems with the neighbors, but our neighbor who's like a year older than uh-huh. us got decks he got decks for christmas djs so yeah. all of a sudden in a semi-detached house mm-hmm. it small like thin walls he's that's right it's a dad drills yeah <laughs> he's the eyes moving all the paintings <laughs> so the the guy next door is is playing music mm-hmm. really loud like obscenely loud mm-hmm. and my dad's like Fuck, what am i my dad will fight far with far i I need to get something on. He goes, give, give me one of your CDs and you know, we'll get it up as loud as it can. We had a decent wee sound system. Yeah. We'll turn it up as loud as we can. We'll, we'll show him. And I'm all like, okay, you'll like the album that I used? Uh-huh. Oxide Neutrino. <laughs> well, there you go. So I was like, that's garage music. That's mm-hmm. going to bang, bound for the re... Yeah. For the bang, bang, to the reload. At like half eight on Sunday uh-huh. night, my dad's like, boom, we're just going out of nowhere. Just hit him back with, yeah. with these tunes. Now, I'm maybe like, 13 at this point or yeah. something the kids 14 yeah dj wars have kicked off yeah. so all of a sudden the kids playing like uh you know like i wasn't even happy hardcore like disco uh-huh. land and stuff like yeah. that like commercial dance and my dad's like give me one of your cds right garage yeah. music you know good beat to it so i stick it in the cd player goes in turn it up as loud my dad's like turn that up like yeah. as loud as it'll go so it was like on a scale of not to 100 uh-huh. so i turned up to 100 and it's it's about this loud yeah. my dad's like fuck it you don't want it loud no and I said I know I said it must be like it'll it's heating up you know yeah. what I mean it'll it's going to kick in for about yeah. this loud for about a minute and a half yeah it didn't work I had somewhere yeah. to be I leave the house my dad leaves it going you know thinks it's yeah. going to like kick in he's raging he wants to fight back when's it going to kick in he's like I don't know what's wrong and he goes over and didn't realise that my headphones were in. So he goes over to it, he's messing about, the headphones come out, and I swear, I think he went from one end of the living room <laughs> to the other, knocked back by UK Garage music. <laughs> it just exploded with music. <laughs> my car got put through the wall <laughs> with the casualty theme tune. <laughs> I, don't, 
I think everyone was so how how did it settle? Uh, I think he actually dad, phoned me and I, I think my dad kicked were, their door through. Nice. Well, did the fourteen year old have have kids in his set of parents? At one point, mm-hmm. the guy next door was in the garden with his dad and his dad's mate. Yeah. And my dad just lost a head over it. Just went on for ages. Uh-huh. Loads of stuff back and forth. My. My dad, there's like a, a four foot wall, you know my dad's quite yes. short, there's like a four foot wall between the two gardens, my dad was like, fuck it, I wasn't in, right, but yeah. my dad basically was like, he's going to jump the the wall yeah. and ask him like what their problem was, said something to them, went to jump the wall, couldn't get over it, and they just <laughs> fucking pointing back in the house, but there must have been a point where he, he tried, <laughs> like, like an elf trying to get on a yeah. horse, he's like, no, I'll walk, you know what I mean, I'll walk, but... Yeah. Fuck, oh. neighbour wards are always, like... The worst. Always the worst thing mm-hmm. that can happen. But then, sometimes there's no way of settling it, so you just have to go, the best man win. Yeah, yeah, like a, the long game. And especially yeah. us at this age, you're willing to just, you yeah. know, ah, no problem, we'll yeah. see, we'll see, you know, and then no, really kick him with something. I'm quite lucky in that I have two very old ladies that live on either side of me. So you so, just fucking defeat them yes, every they, time? they get beaten yeah. every single time. When I was a student, I remember... In fact, I wasn't a student, I was a... I hate the phrase, a young professional. You beat up you know? a pensioner? I was uh, no. I I was in a house beside these wild boys, and like there were, there were students. Was this the, they the were 70s? Wild, and right. uh, I had a job interview the culchies? next day. Yeah, well, loyalists, oh. culchies, you know, Balmina, UDA, and um, <laughs> so specific. Yeah, and, and I was <laughs> third and, battalion. And do you ever have like something's annoying you? Like I find it's very much like buckaroo. You can be annoyed. Lots of things can oh, annoy you. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you, <laughs> the loyalists from Balmina next door, were annoying you because they were playing buckaroo. Oh, no. <laughs> right, lads, let's fucking get so, break out. So they they were like, it was like, and, and I was just getting annoyed. And for me, I get very much things can add to me, and I'm like, it's grand, but they'll take one. It could be something innocuous, but I flipped the lid. Yes. And I was in my bed, and I was like, I have this interview the next day, and it's a big interview, and I'm like, right, getting ready for that. And I'm just hearing this music. And then it was just like the beats were like, whole oh, bedroom was vibrating. And it was just, they started stomping. And that was the thing. It made me go, right. And I flipped. And I, I was probably a few years older than these boys. I just got out of my bed and my pants, went running around the door, went in, knocked the door. One guy opened and I stormed in the living room, shouted, in, screamed. In pants? Yeah. Screamed at all of them. I said, see if we can take it. And I, and I don't know how logically this threat worked out. I said, I'm going to shove it's, it's a ghetto blaster time. We'll shove this up all of your asses. And then they're probably going, like, how's, well, how's he logistically going to do that? Especially if your cock yeah. come out of your box. I mean, what's weird is because I just woke up sort of a bit, a bit of a bone. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guys are probably So you, like, you go around, you hear there's yeah. a bunch of guys, I'm going to shove this up. Here. Turn that music up. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was all fine until another night, a few months later, I was in my back garden after a night out drinking Buckfast, and they were on the other side of the fence, and I could hear them chatting, but they all shh. There's a fucking mental guy around there. Yeah, yeah. And I just did, did your dad pop in. Room for another one, boys. And then we sort of figured it out. Well. But that was before I did that job. So I always looked at that job from my point of view, being like, I can see how people could be annoyed. But then I can also see how people causing it can be scared. Yeah. And it's all about... Talking. Yes. It's all about dialogue. Dialogue. Speak, dip- diplomacy. Speaking of talking, Dan, how long, how long have we been going for? Just because I've, I've got a couple of things I want to hit, but... 50, okay. Right, two things we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. One, speaking of talking, we're going to be doing some talking together because we've decided we're going to do... On this podcast, I've talked before about you have all these ideas mm-hmm. and then lockdown comes along Yes. and you go, oh, now I can't do all these ideas I was yeah. going to do. So you have to treat now all the time, like do the mm-hmm. things that you want to do. 
and we talked a while ago about doing like a travel show. Yes. And then we said, we basically tried to do it somewhere. Yes. And then they said, not for us. Yes. But before we would have just dropped it mm -hmm. and gone, okay, well, yeah. if it can't go there, it can't go anywhere. Yeah. But now, what have the boys decided to do? I don't know what happened. Just set up a production company and yeah, do their own show. <laughs> yeah. So we're we have set up. You might actually see me drinking out of the mug. This one, One mm -hmm. L Studios, which yeah. is an actual. I was going to say adult production company, yeah. but that <laughs> makes it sound well, like we're doing something we're not. Although well, listen, we are having a meeting afterwards to discuss ideas, and let's just say. Mine are a little bit outside the box, which could end up being inside the box, if you know what I mean. Mike wants to shoot cross-community porn. I mean, that would be great. He does. Yeah. He, gen he, gen he genuinely does. Do you know this? A glory hole in the peace wall. There you go. Yep. He, wa he, wants, he, wants, he thinks that would do well. And I, I think, think it would so as well. Oh, wow. But that's not why we're got it. So 1L Studios mm -hmm. is a production company that us in this room have set up. Yes. And we're going we're gonna to do, we're just balls out. Yeah. We're going to do a travel show. Not with our balls out. I mean... If, if there's loyalists playing music, yeah. you will. Be oh, absolutely. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a pilot. We're going to do um, a, a program about a series about staycations. Yes. And it's big shame, you, big Davey. You decided to put the ST at the front of it. I want it to be a G, but we met in the middle. <laughs> oh, we met in the middle of the wall with yeah. a hole in it. Um, but yeah, we're just going to do it. And I'm, I'm really yeah, excited. That's actually what we're called. We're the glory hole in the wall gang. Go cycle forward. Uncle Randy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of more. <laughs> Just your dad. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good time. Yeah. Oh, so we're gonna, we're gonna do it. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be and a gonna good time. Stuff. We're gonna, gonna make gonna stuff, and we're going to, you know. What are we gonna make? What else sort of stuff? I mean, we're gonna have talk. We're actually we're gonna have a meeting after this to discuss it. So I don't wanna be like we're gonna mix over there filming it, going fuck. Are we doing that? And they're like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a chat about, it, but lots of fun things. And we're gonna actually do the stuff that we we're gonna do. Stuff that you always yeah. be like, oh, we'll get around to that sometime. We're doing yeah. it. And we're doing it all next week in one day. Yes. That is the way I operate. That's why I, I need other people around me. Yeah. No, you have, you, you're, you're like a bit like a child, you know. What? Who, like you're, you are Can't like, facial hair. you're a child who probably needs to go and see a wee doctor and just get a wee diagnosis because you have like certain things. What? About, Cute. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, you know, but I just think, you know, you might be like, oh, he's a bit of a handful. You know, he's hard work. And then you go to the doctor and be like, he's fully ill. You know, that's, right. that's <laughs> what you're like. But you'll come up and be like, yeah, I have this really great idea. But it's, doctors have said that sort of stuff to me before. And you know what I said to them? What? Can't hear you, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you'll be like, right, I want to do something. And it'll, you'll be like, it's like Game of Thrones, only longer. Yep. And it's going to cost more. But the turnover time's got to be half a day because I'm playing five-a-side this evening and I can't commit any other days. And we'll be like, look, you probably need to give it time. You'll be like, well, it's now or never. And then you'll be like, well, we no budget or cast. You'll be like, I'll play them all. And um, the only guy who does one take and I'm like, everyone's like, where are you going? Look over your lines again. I'm like, no, squash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing squash with Jackie Fullerton. So I think like... CGI me in. So I think that's what we need, uh, we need to do is come up with the ideas and then be realistic of, about delivering them. You know, because yeah. I mean, I we like, do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you will, you have a hist You will say to me about sketches. Mm -hmm. You'll go right. I want to do a sketch about uh, it's a guy um, walking through Belfast and he gets mm -hmm. into a fight. And I go okay. Yeah. And you go, there'll be like a, a fight scene at the start with like yeah. you know, a thousand guys. Yeah. You know, you're like there's a thousand guys fighting at the mm -hmm. start on horseback, and yeah. I'm like, can we get five guys? Yeah. 
and after. I'll be like, yeah, absolutely, here, I'm lost. But um, no, I, I always remember like someone telling me at the very outset when I was like coming up with ideas, were like, you can't do it in space or underwater. And the amount of ideas that just got shot from that delivery, I went, <laughs> underwater space ruined. guy show was fucking was done. Ruined. But um, yeah, it's whatever simple. So I think like what we'll, we're going to try to do is just make good stuff. Yep. And you know, explore other things. And each other. Do. Exactly, each other's bodies and minds. That's what we're going, that's what our production meeting is. I say we just take our gear off and just make it all through expression and touch and feeling. Absolutely. And thought. I mean, I'll put it on Patreon as well. Yeah. Um, Ulster Hall? Yes. What date? The 17th of December. Sleep talk? Sleeping? Pillow talk. Asleep at the wheel. Sleep, sleep talk would be something else, you know. Pillow fists? fisting on yeah. pillows um yeah that's yeah on this it's pillow talk and it's the 17th of december mm. in the australia tickets are available obviously. that's good it's yeah always a good I mean, thing. It's, it's nice to have <laughs> here we're we're changing it up this time yeah tickets are not available no. <laughs> i mean say for talk's sake it sells out i'm just going to still promote it and be you can get and then people be all annoyed and all that <laughs> you want to have a queue of people outside yes. that know they won't get tickets and you want to yeah. walk past them and go traitor traitor <laughs> traitor traitor no there will be people gathered outside the gig anyway protesting i'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. but especially you know. the way you're going to deliver your set yeah i'm pastor mcconnell's opening for me as well <laughs> so it's going to be <laughs> do the game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fulker. Uh, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that now. Fulker um, sounds like a wee guy I'd have working for me. Yeah. <laughs> Fulgor. I am Fulgor. Would you like some more tea? That's like, I make us do a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. I book the day and then I forget to come up with an idea. And Mike's yeah. like, okay, what am I shooting here? And I'm like, oh, Fulgor. <laughs> and then every time, Dan will be like... <laughs> My job, like yeah. this guy. <laughs> You're scurrying about with your shirt off, going Falgor, Falgor. Hooves on my feet. <laughs> Four chef man. I think it's not on. He doesn't have a script, but for some reason has artificial hooves. <laughs> he that I just have had in the car. Oh, he's wondering what to do with these. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Mike, let me ask you this, right? Just to sort of wrap up. What's the most frustrating shoot you've ever done with me and Dave the like the one where you were like fuck this because you've never like you've never had an out never said a word in anger in a shoot we've done but is there anything that stands out where you were like one of them oh, there's a there's a client name which I probably can't say because we may is it raps backwards <laughs> is it what raps backwards yeah <laughs> it, it is, is it sparred with the W yeah oh uh-huh. spar raps uh huh yeah Okay. Yeah, pretty frustrating. Yeah. Which no. one? One we shot at his house? For, well, yeah, they were all kind of Halloween, shot at Dave's Halloween, house because yeah. various reasons. Halloween yeah. one. What, what annoyed think, you so much? But what I think had happened was we had, we had planned. I mean, no, you, you you can tell me you're going to feel really bad at the end of this because we've been wanting to get this off our chest for a while. Woo! What else have we actually done? All three of us together. Oh, loads of short sketches, mainly all filmed in his house. Mm-hmm. But hold on, what pissed you off so much about this one? Uh, constraints of uh, locations and times and like having to be done in like one hour when it was going to take like half a day yeah, yeah. those kind of things well I mean I'm, I just want to say there were people there who were there for the, you know this, the four or five hours that were needed and then another guy turned up to be like here by the way I've got the, I'm a 10 pound bowling with this lad I just met on the way here in, in half an hour can we just get this done and, and bounce <laughs> 
Listen, guys, I'd love to stay, but I am going Vaz shopping. Vaz? Vaz? I mean, if anyone would be like, so casual, oh, I'm transitioning. Just, like, to, keep, right, just to keep him a boot with the horse legs in case, just in case, like. <laughs> Vaz shopping. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, fantastic. But yeah, and then it's awkward too, because once you sort of again you move like the bfg when you're in a rush like just big long legs and arms just gliding around so you just glide it out there and then me and mick are left in the house and he's raging and i'm like oh yeah, i'm like cgi me in cgi me in full core step in and then there was there was the the girl from the company was just there working being like these guys it's a lot quicker than i thought it would be and we're like yeah well it's, it's like you're working with the man boy gliding out of there with a hockey stick, do I? I'm away to Toys R Us for an, for an exclusive Lego drop. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, you'd be the sort of guy, you'll say, you're like the guy on the roof with your logic. You'll be like, oh, I have to do this thing. And you're like, but what are you doing? You'd be like, oh, I'm just, just meeting a guy for a coffee. And you're like, but why? And then you'll be like, I'm just going to ring him to arrange it. So you won't even have it arranged. You'll, you'll have it in your head. You'll be like, I'm going to go for a coffee with my friend. But I've not told him that yet. You'll just leave and be like, oh, do you want to meet for a coffee? But no. And you'll just oh, Can I tell you something? <laughs> <laughs> I arranged to meet two people for a business meet, like two separate people uh-huh. for two separate business meetings in the same place at the same time. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So I forget about one that I arranged ages ago. Say mm-hmm. like Thursday at 12 o'clock, I'll meet you. But this is weeks ago. Yeah. And then like two days before, a guy's like, when suits to meet? Talk mm-hmm. about this idea. And it's all like media related. I mm-hmm. swear this is true. So I said to the guy like Thursday, it must have been in my head. I'm like Thursday, mm-hmm. 12 o'clock. Met a homebird in Hollywood. Walk in to meet the first guy. See a couple of tables away. The other guy sitting by himself yeah. with like a notepad ready to talk. Uh-huh. So I go, fuck. What am I going to do here? And you know what I did? What? Brought them together to say, I thought we could talk about this like as a group, kind of. And the projects were so unrelated yeah. that I was like, look, if you want to... One of the guys had just set up a production company yeah. and the other guys was a corporate client of like, let's just say, a big gas company in Belfast. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm doing this project with you, I'm doing this project with you. Yeah. Is there a way we can sort of like chat together? And they were basically like... Yeah, maybe, but you see in yeah. their heads, like, we don't do the same thing yeah. at all. You're meeting with a guy, it's like, head of the nursery, you're going to send your son to, another guy does cladding, and you're like, hey, what we can do, does your nursery require new gutters? Like, or does your cladding business require some kids to help out? <laughs> Paint the orange, put we green wigs on, pretend it's like a theme, go for it. <laughs> but only you could get out of that. Yeah. You know, I would go in there, and what, what happened to me, but I, I would turn up. I just start sweating and then go bye. You shit yourself and walk out <laughs> and be gone. Uh, Ulster Hall pillow talk. We'll put a description in the in the yeah thing. What will we do? Put a link in the description. Mm. Like he, Dan looks good today, doesn't he? That's what I'm saying. He looks very clean. I like. You, yeah. I don't mean like you normally look dirty, but you look crisp. You look fresh. Yeah, he looks. Like he's had a you've hot had your stone. haircut, you see, because before you were kind of yeah, you know, you looked, yeah, terrible. And he's had a hot and, stone. Yeah, you look um, good now. All right, Michael Stone, hot stone. Anything? I'm Frank. Um, cheers for coming on. I love you. Yes, I love you too. Thank you for having me, guys. We appreciate you. And we'll see you all next time. Patreon.com slash Dave Me Podcast. If you want more stuff than anything else you need to plug or talk about. Yeah, I have a podcast too. You can listen to that if you want. Dave has a yeah. podcast. The Slow Guy Podcast. Yeah. yeah. So this, Ron and Coach, number it's one. It's called Sly Guy. It's on out on Thursdays. Napster. Yeah. It is actually on Napster. On Pirate Bay. 
Yeah. As well, which I own the domain of, so we can launch our production company through that too. All right, I have to try a carpet. Let's go.